Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Exarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Partly cloudy skies, a high of 88 expected for today. Tomorrow, thunderstorms planned earlier in the day, and then maybe later in the day, 83 expected for the high. Sunday, partly cloudy and a high of 87. Right now, 72 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place than a storm. Here is your traffic update with Cam and Carlisle. Big delays due to a crash with injuries. 80 westbound east of 60s. You can get through, but it's very slow, so bring your patience. If you have to travel 80 westbound, wait to jump on until 60th or 72nd. Another crash, multiple vehicles involved. Westbound Dodge at 168. Big delays through here. If you can, bail out, head west on Pacific. I'm Cam and Carlisle. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Hey, and real quick, 825, we're going to speak with Dr. Tom Osborne. Ah, Husker legend. Uh, Tom Osborne's got an event going on with his great teammates mentoring program out at Nebraska Crossing Outlet Mall this Sunday. There's details online right now at the Big Party Show Facebook page. You can get registered right now to win a helicopter ride from Husker Helicopter with Dr. Tom on Sunday. With you fly from Nebraska Crossing Outlet Mall with Dr. Tom. Down to Lincoln, fly around the stadium, and come back. Oh, we really sweet. need. You should get a one-on-one with Dr. Tom, and they're going to draw the winner at noon. So go to our Facebook page and register now. All right, all right. News, Molly. What's going on? Police are calling on the public's help as they investigate the city's latest homicide. A woman was shot to death at 20th and Pinckney last night. Gunshots were heard just after 8.30 when police and medics arrived. Uh, they pronounced the victim dead at the scene. Fire crews were also called to the area. Someone had reported a house fire just before the shots were heard. If anybody has any information, you can contact the police or you can always contact Crime Stoppers. It is anonymous. That number is 402-444-STOP. And the public address announcer for Husker football is in legal trouble this morning. 49-year-old Patrick Combs, he turned himself in to a Lancaster County jail yesterday morning facing felony charges including theft and abuse of a vulnerable adult. Prosecutors are accusing him of stealing more than $300,000 from an 88-year-old woman. There is a second affidavit in which he is accused of uh, similar charges for a 92-year-old woman. Combs had the power of attorney for these women. Investigators believe that he used uh, the woman's money to buy cars and make home improvements in Gretna. Right now, he is out on bond. 
and back to school shopping. It doesn't need to have to break the bank this weekend, today and tomorrow. Uh, it is the uh, tax-free weekend that runs in Iowa throughout tomorrow night at midnight. So two days usually among the best of the year for Iowa retailers. Uh, for example, you know, footwear, clothing costing less than $100 can be sold sales tax Free. Right, so it's, so it's nice tax free under a hundred bucks. Yes, for a certain things like clothes. Yeah, like I know you can't be clothes. buying iPads and TVs and exactly. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just for certain items. They've got more details online. And businessman Donald Trump says it's possible that he'll run as an independent if he does not win the Republican presidential nomination. During the first GOP presidential debate in Cleveland, Trump also wouldn't commit to supporting the eventual Republican nominee if it turned out not to be him. Uh, the real estate mogul was immediately attacked by Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, who accused the current GOP frontrunner Trump of hedging his bets. Trump was pressed on negative comments he's made about certain high-profile women, including Rosie O'Donnell. He responded by dismissing political correctness and changed the subject by saying America is in trouble and must be turned around. Now, do you see what Rosie uh, tweeted out after he said that he <laughs> called her... Uh, fat. He said. She said. Uh, we well, didn't call her fat last night. They were. He didn't, yeah, he was Megan just, Kelly brought it up. Yeah, so Megan Kelly used brought these it up. kind of words, and he goes only about Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> cheers, pause for yeah. cheers. Rosie tweeted, "Try explaining that to your kids." I thought it was like, weird. Uh, so she's at home watching the debates with her kids. Yes, I guess. Eating popcorn. She's probably like, "That's the guy, mommy hates." <laughs> <laughs> and then that happens. Uh, awkward. <laughs> But we would all agree that he did pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he I, did it was great. less clownish, I think, than everybody thought. He did speak more than everybody else. Donald yeah. Trump. They put him in the center. It seemed like they. Got I think what they, they wanted. wanted. They wanted for him to fizzle out, and he didn't. And he I didn't. thought the moderators were a little bit combative. Chris Wallace, Megyn Kelly, and Brett Baer. I mean, that's Fox News. If you thought that they were going to throw Republican softballs, I don't think they did. Not no, at all. No, but it, it also it was just um, for people that tuned into the debate and saw them. They brought all the all the um, the candidates on stage, and it was just like this awkwardly uh, awkward moment. I just thought that the way they bungled the rollout of it. I felt like they made it this weird, like they were all these men standing on stage just waiting to be told to go to their podiums, and like they weren't allowed to. It was just it was weird. It was weird. It was yeah. really strange. But earlier in the day, they had what's called you know what was being called by pundits the kids' table, and a former businesswoman. Carly Fiorina is emerging as basically the unofficial winner of the GOP undercard presidential debate. Uh, they're saying Fiorino, she was fast, clear winner at the Fox's kids' table yesterday. 83% of respondents felt that Fiorino was the winner over former Texas Governor Rick Perry. And Fiorino was among seven Republicans who were not included in the main debate event that was only just the top So she 10. should move up to the top tier. Who gets relegated from the, from the adults' table? Who, who did the worst? Gosh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. They were all... Gosh, there was one, and I'm trying to remember the name. Um, I didn't think Ted Cruz did that great. Uh, Scott Walker and Kasich spoke the the least. Kasich was pretty clear, though. So they didn't get a lot to say. Trump, by far, spoke more than everyone else. It was Trump, Rubio, and Huckabee. Um, and Christie kind of dominated the uh, time. I guess yes. Rand Paul b- b- arguing well, with Trump. He a lot. jumped in a lot. I would say though that probably Ted Cruz came out on the bottom because that Dr. Carl uh, Carlson he spoke quite you know uh, clearly. Carson Ben Carson Carson yeah sorry Carson he spoke quite a few. I mean they went to him almost right away and and he was holding his own. 
Um, and then, you know, Scott Walker, he's like in the top three. I think it goes Trump, Bush, and then Walker as far as the polls and who's lo- loving everybody. Chris Christie, he's always a powerhouse. I mean, you know, he's a very seasoned debater and, and, uh, and politician, so he does great at those things. But I so, felt like Ted Cruz just sort of like uh, fell flat. And Carly did go good, huh? I just yeah. wish they would have had. I, I know now that it'd be too much. Uh, I wish they just would have had them all up there. It would have you been know. really overpowering. Yeah. Even with I, 10 of them I know, up there, yeah. I was like, geez. I mean, it went by fast. You're like, a minute is is fast when you have to talk about yeah. immigration. I mean, how do you talk about immigration reform in 60 seconds? It's a pretty complicated issue. I um, thought it was really funny, though, that Donald Trump said that he was willing to put a door in that wall that he wants to build. <laughs> <laughs> to let the legals uh, in. Yeah. I mean, a there'll be a door. door. Ding there'll dong. Be a door. I know. So we're, like, learning, we're learning more about the wall. Yeah, yeah. So we're learning they more about the wall. They will pay for it. We would deal the boat. We need to build the wall now. Yeah. But there'll be a said. door yeah. for, the, for the legals to come in. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, funny. So when's the next debate? Is there... So the next... Uh, the next debate for the republicans is in the winter it'll probably be leading up to uh like the caucuses in iowa and then uh, the next debate will probably be right before the new hampshire um, vote but their democrats are next up they they're uh the first of six democrat debates will take place october 13th in nevada and it's going to be hosted by cnn okay so uh 2016 there's going to be a bunch more a bunch more debates um, relatives of Chinese passengers on a missing Malaysia jetliner are angry, and they fought with police earlier today. More than four dozen relatives of passengers put on a noisy protest. They briefly mixed it up with police who blocked them from going down the road leading to the Malaysian embassy. It all stems from how uh, the Malaysian uh, embassy, or basically the country of Malaysia, the um, higher-ups are handling um, the the discovery of new evidence on the crash of Malaysia Airlines, uh, the disappearance of Malaysia Airlines Flight 370. And uh, U.S. officials are blaming Russia for a cyber attack against the Pentagon, Pentagon email system. Military sources say that the attack against the Pentagon's joint staff unclassified email system happened around July 25th. It may have affected as many as 4,000 military and civilian employees, but they did want to make clear that it was unclassified i mean it was unclassified there was no classified information that was stolen authorities say that the hack came from russia but they're not sure if it was backed by the russian government and an ohio woman is the latest person to die from legionnaire's disease in in ohio yes and they're trying to figure out how this happened public health officials say that the woman died yesterday morning in cleveland she was 53 years old uh they say that they're going to investigate to see if she might have how she might have become sick her death from Legionnaires is the first reported outside of New York City. There's been a recent outbreak there that has been getting national attention. Ten people have died, and at least 100 cases are confirmed of Legionnaires disease in New York City. And this, the governor there is... This was a Cleveland woman that died. Where, where was the, de- the, the debate last night? Cleveland. Yeah, it was in Cleveland. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I know. I'm like, okay. It's not airborne, so it's not something that necessarily passes from person to person. Um, and right now, there the death toll stands at ten in New York. It's the biggest Legionnaires outbreak in New York history, and there's ten. been about a hundred cases since July 10th. Yeah, and all have been seniors with underlying health conditions. But the governor's office is asking the CDC to come in and check out what's going on. 
What um, is going on? God, I just it's reading. really weird. It's, yeah. They're, they're offering free testing of cooling towers anywhere in the state. I mean, five towers so far have been linked to the case, so they're wondering if it's... Because it comes... It's like waterborne. Uh-huh. Like, you get it from, like, showers and things like that. You know, it's... um. It's not something that you can catch person to person. It's something that's survivable in in moisture. So I don't know, but it's really spooking people out in New York. And uh, speaking of water, Olympic gold medal swimmer Michael Phelps is going to find out if he is ready for the Summer Games in Rio. He competes this weekend in the Phillips 66 National Championships down in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, Phelps says that this meet is what he's been preparing for all year. He's excited to see whether he's in top form. Phelps is not currently part of the Team USA after a suspension due to his drunken driving arrest last year. But uh, there was a report earlier this week. He says he's keeping it clean. Not going to be touching the booze, any of that kind of stuff until after the Olympics. So. Okay. Whatever happened to that one guy? What was his name to the reality show? His uh, oh, competitor? Ryan Lockley. Yeah. Ryan Lochte. Whatever Lochte. happened to that dude? <laughs> Bye. Uh, he, he was not the brightest ball no. <laughs> in the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wattage on that one was pretty like, wow. Uh, toddlers who begin to eat healthy are more likely to develop and enjoy healthy eating habits as they age. There's a recent study... That's saying that babies 14 months old who routinely ate fruits and vegetables were more likely to uh, continue to eat those foods. So I guess a healthy diet, you can't start early or soon enough. That is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, 818. Your high day going to be about uh, about 88 degrees. We'll see mid-80s tomorrow. Uh, 60% chance of rain and then lower 80s on or upper 80s on Sunday. Right now, it's uh, about 72 degrees. Coming up next. Yeah, Sunday's uh, Teammates Mentor Appreciation Day out at Nebraska Crossing Outlet Mall. They're going to do a neat event for those, you know, teammates that mentor kids. Tom Osborne um, is is so, you know, behind this program. You bet. Going to give someone a chance to ride in a Husker helicopter with Tom Osborne. You can get signed up on our Facebook page today. He's going to talk to us next about uh, teammates. What's going on Sunday if you want to go out and see him? Spend $25 or more with coupon on select apparel, home shoes, fine jewelry, and accessories during JCPenney's huge sale. Coupon validate 5 through 8 8. Some exclusions apply. Check your newspaper or jcp.com for details. The Fray are back. Grammy nominated, multi platinum selling. The Fray. With special guest Andy Grammer. Performing songs from their new album, Helios. Today, uh, mid to lower 80s tomorrow with a chance of rain. 
And then uh, upper uh, 80s on Sunday. Uh, right now it's about 72 degrees. Cammy's got right. some traffic Cammie, issues. what's going on, dear? Ooh, we got a, it sounds like 10 cars involved in a crash. Westbound Dodge, you've got it at 156 up to about 168. So you've got a lot of wrecked cars in between there. What they're doing is shutting down the Dodge Expressway westbound. Everybody's got to jump off at 144th. So, of course, a big mess out here. If you normally head west on Dodge, don't. You can always head west on Pacific or Maple. Again, that's a multi-car pileup. You'll have to exit. At westbound Dodge at 144th. I'm Cammy Carlisle, and that's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, thank you, Cammy. All right, 402 938 All right, Jeff, who is on the line here? Uh, this weekend, there's an event going on at Nebraska Crossing Outlet Mall. It's the uh, Teammates Mentoring Appreciation Day from 11 to 5. And uh, Dr. Tom Osborne founded Teammates back in 1991 to help uh, support and encourage uh, school edged youth, and he joins us on the phone. Tom Osborne. Dr. Tom, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Well, <clears throat> hi, thank you guys for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, absolutely. You know, it's nice. Uh, I just got done uh, traveling uh, out to western Nebraska a couple weekends ago, and it was nice to actually see teammate signs in different uh, towns across Nebraska. That's fantastic. So this thing has grown very large. Um, what was your inspiration to start this, Tom? Well, it uh, started out, my wife had seen a television show where an elderly gentleman who'd made some money went back to his uh, elementary school and uh, was struck by the fact that there was quite a bit of poverty in his school, which was not that way when he went there. And um, so while he was there, he just told the kids kind of on a whim, he said, if you guys will stay in school and graduate from high school, uh, I'll pay your way to college, and she asked me if there was anything we could do, and I said, well, I'm not quite ready to put an elementary school through college at this point, but I uh, <laughs> said, well, let's see what we can do, so I got in front of my team the next day, and I said, how many of you guys be willing to spend some time mentoring a uh, seventh or eighth grade boy in Lincoln schools, and 22 hands went up, Will Shields, incidentally, was one of those hands. And um, and so as it played itself out and these kids got to be seniors, we found that of the 22, 21 graduated on time and got some money together, offered them some scholarships, and 18 of the 22 went on to college. So we were encouraged, expanded the program, and today we're uh, mentoring uh, 7,500 kids in 133 communities uh, about 90% of those are in Nebraska. We have 14 in Iowa and one in San Diego. So oh, wow. It has grown. It has grown uh, quite a bit. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, Tom, you, you certainly have such an influence on people. I think people miss that, that when you ask people to do things, all hands go up. Right. Um, what's happening? So what's happening this weekend with, uh, with um, uh, Mentor Appreciation Day? <clears throat> well, I, I think that uh, the... Uh, at the uh, outlet mall, they're uh, going to uh, provide some opportunities for shopping uh, and, I think, backpacks and so on for mentors and mentees and uh, some things like that. There's a helicopter ride. Yeah, tell us about that. There's a, yeah, there's a drawing, and so uh, if somebody wants to ride in a helicopter with me, we're going down to Circle the Stadium and back out to the... Uh, to the mall, and uh, so 
so uh, some people are afraid of helicopters, but I'll be real interested, but <laughs> it, it, should, it should be fun, you know. Are you flying helicopter? Helicopter rides are good. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm not. I have a pilot's license, but not, uh, not to fly helicopters. Oh, so, man. Uh, you have a pilot license? That's great. Do you fly around a lot? I really don't. I, I've kind of gotten to the point now where I don't do much flying, but... Uh, I did at one time when I was out recruiting and trying to make speaking engagements and so on. I I did have a pilot's license for that purpose. Oh, that's pretty awesome! Wow, uh, that's mm-hmm. great. Um, Tom, I have to ask I have to ask you a question. Uh, do sure. do you ever? Uh, it seems like you and Warren Buffett would be best buddies. You guys ever hang out, and go fishing together, or anything like that? Uh, well, I, I usually have dinner with Warren about once a year. And uh, we are friends, but uh, he doesn't fish. He likes to play bridge. I don't like to play bridge. I like to fish. So we uh, we don't have a lot of extracurricular activities that we uh, <laughs> do together. I but, get you uh, right. Uh, bridge, yeah. is, bridge is really hard. Uh, yeah, is it, it is. Not, Tom? Fishing's really hard. <laughs> That's right. He plays a lot over the internet. You know, he plays sometimes plays every night, and uh, that's his form of relaxation. God, I remember when they had, uh, I don't know if they still do it, but they'd have bridge in the paper. Mm-hmm, they still do. <laughs> they do? Yeah, how to play your north, south, west, and east hands. I remember growing up, my grandma always played bridge, and then my mom did, but it's like a dying art form. It's really hard. This young, uh, Like, our generation doesn't know how to do it. It's it's a really tough game. Tom, how are you and uh, Nancy doing these days? What do you guys, um, you know, what's what's a typical day in the Osborne household? Well, <clears throat> well I... Uh... I have found that uh, it's probably best if I uh, leave the house somewhere around 8, 8.30 in the morning and come back around 5. Uh, Nancy doesn't like me under her feet. That's and, uh, hysterical. So, I, I, so I, go, uh, I go work for teammates every day, and uh, that's where I spend my time, mostly recruiting mentors and uh, so variety of things, but mostly uh, work with teammates. Oh, that's great. That's great. Are we going to have a good football team this year, Tom? Well, I sure hope so. You know, I'm not uh, not at all engaged anymore, so I, I don't know. I think there are quite a few good players back, and we got a coach that's experienced, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully things will fall into place. And uh, but you know, he's got to learn new league, uh, new opponents, and. Uh, Players and coaches have to get acquainted with each other, new system. But um, we certainly hope things will go well. Now, Tom, is that by design? I mean, do you have much involvement at all anymore? I mean, do you try and stay away because people read too much into anything you say about the program? Like, do you do you ever think that way, or is it just you're just away from the program now? Well, uh, I've got a pretty much full-time job with teammates, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know how it would be perceived if I came down to practice every day. I don't want people thinking, I don't think, I want them uh, thinking that I'm looking over their shoulder or second-guessing or anything like that. So I just uh, usually, uh, now, when I was athletic director, I was at practice probably three out of four days. And uh, But I'm not athletic director anymore. I have no official capacity or connection. So... I'm pretty much separated, and uh, but I do go to the games, and I really wish wish them all the best. Now, yeah. if, if people want to get involved with the teammates mentoring program, um, what's the the best way to get involved? 
uh, just teammates.org on the internet and you can push a button there and if you want to become a mentor, it'll walk you through the process and, uh, so it's pretty simple and, uh, you can sign up online. We, uh, provide two hours of mentor training. We match you with somebody that's has a similar interest. We start as young as third grade. Although you can, if you'd rather have a middle school or a high school student, in Greater Omaha, we're in every school building except for Elkhorn. They have their own program out there. But uh, you can find a school that's close to your place of work or close to your um, your home, and uh, it's very convenient. We are very flexible on schedule. Usually most of our mentors meet with their mentee over the noon hour, sometimes during a study hall or free period of some kind. So, uh, And uh, all we ask for is once a week, uh, 35, 40 minutes, hour, whatever it takes. And uh, we like consistency. And uh, so it makes a huge difference in the life of a young person. Oh, absolutely. We always, need, we, yeah, we always need more mentors. Uh, yeah, because I know some mentors myself, and they love it, Tom. Uh, and it's not like um, uh, it's just you know you just mentor them for their younger ages. Uh, you know they you follow you you follow them and help them and, and, uh, through their whole uh, uh, of course uh, education career, and then even through college as well. Because so you're building friends. this relationship, yeah, with them. So yeah, I think it's a great program. And gosh, thank you for putting this all together, Tom. Where are you fishing at? Where, where's a good fishing spot? You have a secret place for us? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I have a little, uh, uh, a few acres up by uh, Dwight, Nebraska, and I have a pond up there, uh, some bass and bluegills, and uh, go up there once in a while. But I, I also uh, been to Wyoming and Montana this year. I've been to Alaska. Oh, wow. and uh, so I, I still get my still get my fishing in. Okay, that's great. Well, Tom, thanks for joining us. Thank man. you so much. It's always an honor to talk to you, Dr. Tom Osborne. We'd sure like to win that helicopter ride. I know. <laughs> we're not afraid of flying, even if you okay. were piloting. <laughs> well, I hope to see you then. Right, okay. Tom, have a great weekend. We will, right. we will see you this Sunday okay. out of Nebraska Cross Island. Thank you, thank thanks, you very much. Thank yeah. you, sir. Okay, it's Dr. Tom Osborne right there. Always great to speak with him. Uh, yeah, go out to teammates.org and check it out. Like I said, it's a great program. Uh, it helps out a lot of kids. Um, and uh, yeah, it's much needed. Uh, for sure. And, All right. And click on our uh, Facebook page, uh, facebook.com backslash Big Party Show, and we've got that link right there to take a ride in the beautiful Husker helicopter. Have you ever seen it? I can't believe I've never seen really? that. I know. Now I, so I need to look it up. with the logos. And yeah. the guy I imagine that, in, my, uh, the, in my mind. The guy that owns it, he does so much neat stuff with it for charities. They're, they mm -hmm. auction it off so they get tons of value and help out local charities because people want to get a ride in that beautiful Husker helicopter. And Does he deliver that uh, trophy for the Cox Classic or is that someone? else i think he maybe has done it before okay. yeah. all right because i feel like i've seen it before on that level somehow so you can get a ride yeah. but they're going to draw the name today at noon so spread that word around with friends if somebody basically it's not so much the helicopter ride it's that it's a helicopter ride with tom osborne you'll take off sunday from nebraska crossing outlet mall you'll fly down to lincoln fly around over memorial stadium and then it'll bring you right back over to uh nebraska crossing outlet mall i want to go I know. all right we got celebrities coming up molly Jennifer Aniston, surprise wedding Married. this week. Married! And Stephen Colbert has announced his first guest when he takes the uh, late night chair. We'll tell you about that coming up next. All right, it's 839. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha.
Omaha's number one hit music station. People just can't stop talking about Ford. The Fusion is amazing. It's a beautiful F-150, so it's a win-win. Six Explorer is the one. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. All right, good morning. 8.46, your high day going to be about... Well, they're saying the uh, upper 80s. Rain possibly tomorrow. Lower 80s tomorrow. Then we have a uh, high of upper 80s on Sunday. Sunday! All right, it's uh, mid-70s now. Celebrity News, Molly, what's going on, baby? So last night uh, was John Stewart's last night as host of The Daily Show. It was a really good final final installment. Um, he was uh, helming it for a long time. And, uh, and so it was kind of a bittersweet farewell. All the old uh, correspondents uh, for, through the years came by to, play, to pay special tribute. And it was kind of crazy because, you know, you get to see, wow, there are quite a catalog of uh, a big people that came out of there that got their start there. And one of them was uh, Stephen Colbert. And uh, Stephen Colbert actually is going to be going on and taking over for David Letterman, The Late Show. Think about Stephen Colbert and Steve Carell. Yes, yeah, Steve Carell. Steve Carell was probably the biggest star originally that came out of there, right? Yes. Who would we deem the biggest superstar? Now, I would obviously. say them, yeah. Well, and it was interesting because he was really funny. Stephen, Col- uh, Steve, uh, Stephen Carell and Stephen Colbert were at Second City together at the same time. So they're, they're friendly and they're friends. Uh, but Steve Carell what came back as the uh, um, as one of the correspondents from they were pretending to be uh, broadcasting from Cleveland to report um, the Republican debate. And, you know, he's like, oh, you came back. He's like, came back. I never left. That whole, like, international <laughs> A-lister thing was just a ruse, just biding my time till I got my next assignment. So when he shows yeah. all the people, if you watched it last night, you're like, wow, lots of stars were made on that show. Obviously, Louis Black was a, was a, was a successful comic before, but... Lewis Black's career really got a big boom relaunch mm-hmm. from The Daily Show. It was yes. pretty funny. Going on and doing his rants. Well, um, so Stephen, Stephen Colbert. Colbert. Uh, Rob Corddry. Yeah. Right? Josh Gad. Oh, my God. I forgot about him. Ed Helms. So yes. Ed Helms. The Office. He needs to stop losing weight. I don't Olivia think so. Munn. I... Olivia Munn looked incredible. John Oliver, who's on HBO now. Rob Riggle. Mo Rocca. Um, the list goes on and on. I, it was funny seeing Nancy Walls doing the bit with, um, with, um... Well, that's his wife. That's right. Steve Carell's wife. Steve Carell. She goes, you know, you jerk, you sh- needed to give me some work. I got, I got two miles to feed. And Steve, <laughs> Steve Carell goes, and I have three. <laughs> She's there to go, like, what? She gives him a look. <laughs> that was really funny. Now, didn't you work with them, or you yes. knew the backstory? They were second, yeah. they met at Second si- yes. City? I knew Nancy. Um, Steve left just before I got there, but Nancy was there, um, and they were dating. You know, so you'd see him around and stuff like that, but he was just another alumni. But yeah, Nancy's really, Nancy Wells is super salt of the earth, like nice, nice lady. She was like on a couple, I think one season or half a season of Saturday Night Live. Um, and then got cut, but then, you know, got picked up by The Daily Show and, and did that. But now she's sort of just, you know, Steve Carell uh, is like, I mean, I think she's sort of taken um, a back seat to performing, you know, while yeah. Steve is kind of having the spotlight. Because they've got kids. So I think somebody's got to be home and be regular. I, re- I remember back in the day, though, I was one of the early correspondents on The Daily Show. Um, 
It was funny seeing Craig Kilborn did a did yeah. a cameo yeah. last night. No one's seen Craig Kilborn, the original oh host gosh. of the Daily Show, in a long time. Well, yeah, what a great show! The future. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah came out and measuring things. Measured the desk and then measured his wing. <laughs> his, measured John Stewart's crotch. I know. I was like, wow, is that come with the job well, too? I think you got to see if you've got enough. Yes, you got enough length for the Do job. Do you have mm-hmm. the length? Uh, well, Stephen Colbert is announcing his first guest on the CBS Late Show when he takes over in September. Tweeted out this morning, George Clooney is going to be his first ever guest on September 8th. Really? Yeah. He said, could one of you let him know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there weren't any other celebrities, though, last uh, night. He kind of, uh, John Stewart kept it to his people, right? Yeah, no, I'm it was sure nice. celebrities wanted to come on. I bet they were at the party. I'm sure that they were at the after party. Leading up to it, he had his buddies on this week. He had Amy Schumer. He had Dennis Leary and uh, Louis C.K. But to, last night, I like the fact that he didn't make it this, like, you know, parade of stars. They had leading up to the final episode, they had, like, the favorite episodes that they ever had. And then they had, like, a best of where it was, like, the fi- their favorite segments and guests. Yeah. But I like the fact that he kept it just the homers on for the, the final day. show. Yes. That yeah, he I kept it, like, just the people that made it the show what it was. Yeah, because that's what Letterman did as well. Uh, made that last day all about, you know. I, I granted, think it's classy. Granted, it was, a, it was, the show was lame, the last show, I thought. Uh, with with Letterman because he just did his show, but uh, at the same time, yeah, I like it like that as well. Mm-hmm. The build up is great, and then just one last one last night, wow. end of an era. Oh, it really was like just it was a it was just an end of it. I mean, you you really watched t- television history like a, a big chapter in television history. Would you sort make of close Molly? Would you make out with him? Uh, who John Stewart? Yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was oh Jesus, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I think mean, Peter would wa- would want to watch. <laughs> Peter, I think Peter would be like, I, it's okay if John Stewart's on your short list. But would yeah. Peter like to be duct taped to a chair watching? I don't think so. I think that would be creepy. That's Peter would be like, add it to your no, list. Those are just details. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Peter would be like, add it to her list of <laughs> tiny Jewish men that she finds unbelievably attractive. I just have a thing for yeah, you do for tiny Jewish guys. It's just they're so they're so sexy. Yeah, John Stewart's very sexy. Are you kidding me? He's I mean, did it make you sad watching him? Mean, we've been following yeah. this guy for a long yes. yeah. time. I mean, I think you probably recognized a long time ago he was a big deal. I watched him on MTV. I mean, I used to be a yeah. huge fan of John Stewart. I thought his stand-up was brilliant. I loved his charm. He was always a I comics just, comic. I didn't watch the show a lot, though. In yeah. these last probably five, six years, I didn't watch The Daily Show that much. Yeah. I always caught highlights, but, you know, with what we do, I mean, it's sort of, you know, it... it I didn't catch it every day. Yeah, because they're taking so much in. Right. But I, I always loved his commentary. He was always worth checking in when something big happened. It was fun to hear, especially like it was great. The interviews he got. I mean, I, I'm with you, Jeff. I've been a longtime John Stewart fan. I mean, I was living in New York when he was doing the um, the MTV show. And it was like, really, I mean, that was like must-see television. I mean, that was tune in, don't miss it. You had to catch the Jon Stewart show when he was on. And he was young then, you know. I mean, he was super young and just getting his chops. And everybody always liked him, and they kept giving him chances. You remember Short Attention Span Theater? Mm-hmm. On Comedy Central. <laughs> oh, Yeah. All so right. I just, it's going to be interesting. He, you know, they're like, as you go into the, you know, the wasteland, he's like, I'm going to New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs>
All right, Molly. That's your celebrity news update on Noah's number one hit music station, Channel 941. Thank, Thank you. In a little bit, we're going to have uh, uh, comedian Ari Spears. He's at uh, Ari Spears. He's at um, The Phony Bone. Phony Bone. It's a great comic. It's a great date night, too, by the way. Yeah, we'll chat with him in just a little bit. It's 854. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. McDonald's presents Things Said at Breakfast by no one ever. Mmm, burnt toast. Hot diggity darn. Rubbery waffles? I'm so going to get my grub on. Ooh, cold leftovers. Mama likey. No one ever loves a bad breakfast, so get a real one. Served every morning at McDonald's. Mornings are more lovable for all.